All right, we are live. Hello, hello, and hello, everybody. Welcome back for another episode. If not now, when? I am so excited for today's special guest or marketing guru. We have a TEDx speaker in the house today. We have Simon Severino in the house. He, if you don't know him, oh my goodness, he is author of Strategy Sprint and Habits of Success. He also is the CEO of a global consultancy, Strategy Sprints. He's the creator and Strategy Sprint Method, feature and contributor for Forbes and Entrepreneur Magazine. He's also a member of Silicon Valley Blockchain Society and number one speaker on Agile Strategy and Sales. With that, everybody, I am super excited. Thank you very much, Simon, for joining us and welcome to the show. Cool to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course, Simon. So tell us, wow, how do you start your journey? It's funny. I've been doing for 17 years only one thing, but in different forms. So I've only been helping entrepreneurs with go-to-market activities. So mm. how to enter a market, how to defend a market, how to come up with a new product in an existing market how if you have a product enter a new market and so only this one thing but in different forms so i was an employee at the beginning of course how do you learn it um, you join a global team and um, i was junior consultant consultant senior consultant junior project mm -hmm. manager senior project manager principal etc and um, i had the, the luck to have a very good boss Mm. Who, who was very transparent, who, who would take me with him from, from New York to Beijing. And I, I was sitting in the plane with him and seeing how he does sales, how he does the, the delivery uh, of the work. And that was quite impressive. He was teaching in MBAs and I was part of these MBAs, first helping and then um, also holding the lectures and then running whole programs. And this is how I learned it. And recently, five years ago, I started doing my own thing and started Strategy Sprints. Wow, what a journey. And first of all, Simon, I love you said, you know, along the past a decade or so, you are obsessing one thing and one thing only. I'm curious, why, why the one thing attracted to you? What, is, what about that that just bring you back over and over again? Magic starts when you let go of the many opportunities and pick one. Mm. This is when the universe starts aligning around you and sends you a ton of a ton of material. But before that, nobody really knows what to send you. So there, this line is not for me. It's from Goethe. Goethe, uh, Wolfgang Goethe. He says uh, there is magic in in every beginning. And, and it's true. If you remember, the one moment you committed to something, something, I will run my first marathon. I will marry you. Um, mm -hmm. I love you. And you just commit to one thing and then magic starts to happen. You don't know what's going on. Oh, my God, where does this come from? Because energy coagulates around that. And before mm -hmm. that, just nobody knows what you, what you stand for. Mm -hmm. But the moment you say... I stand for this. Something changes. 
and now you have a directional energy. So everything mm -hmm. that is not related to this will go away. Everything that is related to this, people will send to you. Hmm. This is what happened to me. So I was one of 100,000 management consultants. Mm -hmm. And you can do everything. You can do culture, you can do HR, you can do strategy, you can do innovation. And all of them are interesting. But at some point, I say, okay, what do I stand for? And I said, let me just pick one. They are all mm -hmm. cool, but let me pick one. Mm -hmm. And I picked strategy and said, I, I'm for strategy. Which kind of strategy? Sales strategy, all right? Market strategy. Okay. So Simon is the market strategy guy. After a couple of months, people started sending me the market strategy projects. Mm -hmm. Hey, can you do market strategy? No, I can't, but we have a market strategy guy. And I said, oh, this thing is working. I'm the market strategy guy. Let me write an article about market strategy. And so one thing led to the other. 17 years later, I'm here running, running a global team. But it just started by picking one thing. Mm. It sounds so simple, but not simple. <laughs> I'm curious, why do things hard for people to just pick that one thing? Because you need to let go. And we are sometimes, we are in greed mode, right? Mm. Wow, let me grab everything, let me grab everything, let me grab everything. And and it's it's really the opposite. Is This is what I stand for, and the mm. rest is for the others. Mm. I love that simplicity. Sometimes it doesn't have to be that complex. I love it. And, and Simon, sounds like, you know, you picked your lane like 15 years ago. And do you always know you want to be an entrepreneur? When does that occur to you that that might be a path you're going to go out with that one thing that you choose? If, if you are one of these 2% people on the planet, then you have no other chance of being an entrepreneur. But did I know it early? No. I thought I am employable and I realized later I am utterly unemployable and I don't want for one second to be employed. This, this is the 2% of the population. So the, how did I realize it? Something was telling me, hey, do your own thing, do your own thing. Mm -hmm. You are not built for meetings. You are built for building stuff ship your stuff mm. and again my boss was instrumental because he said simon you have something to say and if somebody has something to say say it mm -hmm. that was a very important intervention that mm. uh, had ripple effects over months and years in me oh i have something to say well maybe i should say it mm. so if if you have something to say please say it Mm -hmm. And if you feel that you are here to build things, there is something inside of you that wants out. Well, you might be an entrepreneur. Mm. Let's talk about that 2%. When did you know? Like, how is the definition of it is 2% of people on the planet meant to be entrepreneur? What do you mean by that statistics? Yeah, there are statistics. And so there's 2% of the world that are just forces of nature. They create stuff out of nothing and they want to build stuff. So they look at the world and say, hmm, there's a problem. 
let's solve it. And they don't want to discuss things. They don't want to uh, research things. They want to build things. Mm-hmm. These are the entrepreneurs. And they have problem in every, every other context and every other area. They only thrive if they can build stuff. So they mm. usually do it. <laughs> and was it, was it, was it scary for you to realize you are that one, one of the 2%? And was it easy for you to transition from the moment that, you know, part of the, whether it's consulting business or any other business you were part of, transition into the world and share your own voice? Was it an easy journey? Absolutely scary and very <laughs> lonely. And nobody can tell you this, this will go right. Nobody. There is nothing. Mm. There is no number that you can crunch. And I'm a number cruncher, so I, I put up a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Worst case, best case, how much cash How much cash do I need on the side? Six months, expenses, mm-hmm. okay. Um, and um, you can do all of that, but it doesn't matter. Nobody can tell you, yes, this will work. Mm-hmm. And there are no numbers about the future. <laughs> and so it is highly risky and you should only do it if it's your DNA, if you are if you're built to do that, because it's highly risky, it's very lonely at the beginning. And um, I, I was very fearful, but it felt right. So if the integrity signal says, hey, this mm-hmm. is the right thing to do, mm-hmm. I move towards it. Um, I don't need comfort. I need integrity. Mm, I, I love that. It's an integrity to yourself because you feel it in your heart. Therefore, you almost have no choice but follow it, even though it's a tough journey. If it's the right thing, you will find resources, you will put in the hours, you will you will wake up uh, mm. before other people wake up and start doing stuff. Mm. And, um, and you will build it until it's finished. Mm. If it's not, if it doesn't feel like the right thing, then you will have excuses and delays, mm. procrastination and all that low energy mm. stuff. Mm. So you mentioned it was it was scary in the first place, right? Or at the beginning, it is lonely, or it could be challenging at time. How do you overcome those moments? How do you? Is there a day, or is there a moment you can think back by right, the past five years? Is there a day that you feel like, oh, when I don't know, I don't know if I want to, if I, I don't know if I have the courage, the energy today to carry forward. I don't know if I have what it takes. Do you ever doubt yourself in a, a moment? And how do you overcome that moment, that day? So this happens regularly. And uh, there are more setbacks than there is progress when you when you build new things that weren't there. So I have mm. this every week. How, how do I manage it? Two things. The first one is asking myself, is this the right thing to do? That's the mm-hmm. integrity part. If, it's, if mm-hmm. this is the right thing to do, just move forward. Just show up every day. Mm-hmm. There is no other, <laughs> no other option. And then the second thing is, okay, how do you deal with emotions? Both mm-hmm. too negative and too positive. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with emotions? Just, yeah, be aware that you have emotions right now, mm-hmm. but focus on the next thing at hand. Right now, there mm-hmm. is somebody that you are serving that needs a solution. Solve that thing. Mm-hmm. And while you are immersed in solving that thing, you will forget about the emotion. Emotions come and go. They change. They transform. They're mm-hmm. like in the sky. There are clouds. Yeah, they're passing. In, in 10 minutes, there will be different clouds. Mm-hmm. But the people you serve, they're always there. So 
ask them what do you need now and and serve mm. and you will forget the rest and that's what you what you want to be focused anyways when you are when you are a a, a team uh, the people you serve and uh, mm. how you help them you're so focused simon i love that you are you always have a simple answer simple way of looking at world looking at problems and with such a laser focus i love that where does that come from do you always this way simon 20 years of building stuff and seeing how complicated uh, we human beings uh, mm. create mm -hmm. things. But it's there is no reason to overcomplicate things. Um, mm. What are you here to do? What can you do right now? Mm -hmm. That's good. I love it. So now tell us a little bit more about Strategy Sprint to our audience who might or may not be very familiar with your work, Simon. One of the problem was that in our community, people were having very volatile sales. Like in one month, they would have a, a big sale and then they would do stuff and do stuff and do stuff. And then for the next month, they had no time, of course, to think about where to get new projects. And so that project would end and then they would say, oops, now I'm afraid. Now I can't sleep. Uh, mm. The books aren't full. And so they had this volatile sales cycle. Mm -hmm. And to help with that, we created a three-month program called the Strategy Sprint that really moves them through three things. The first one is positioning, the second is sales, and then the third one is marketing. So positioning is really, okay, What? who are you here to serve? What's your superpower? What, what do you help me solve or get rid of or achieve? And where can you bring me? And so in the first part of that, we work on their positioning. And if you have a good positioning, you move them emotionally. And then you also move them to act, which is jump on your calendar, buy mm. your thing. And then, the, and then you can also ask for higher prices and pick the people that you choose to work with. Mm. And, um, and not pick the people that you don't choose to work with. Mm. That's positioning. And if we do that right in the first month, you now have a clear picture of what you stand for, who are you here to serve, and why it's okay for you to charge a good premium. Mm. And then we work on your sales script. How do you prepare before the sales call? How do you deliver the sales conversation? And how do you uh, make a project out of that in the last five minutes of that conversation? They record their sales conversation they send us the recordings and our sprint coaches give them feedback until their mm. conversion rate is is high mm. and so this is where we start working on their sales process form fit and function of the sales process uh, how do the, all the stages work the awareness engagement ready to buy closing upselling retaining referral stages Every week has one focus and we work on solving one bottleneck. For example, how do you get more attention? Uh, how do you turn that attention into engagement? How do you turn that engagement into a deal? These are the single stages. And every mm. week we improve one conversion rate from one of these stages to the other. That's the strategy sprints method. And people can see around 160 cases right now on strategysprints.com wow. where our clients share their results and, and how, how it feels to have a sprint coach.
Wow, that's so powerful. So who is um, the right audience for you or supporting you? B2B businesses, professional services, consultancies, agencies, and software builders. Mm. This is who we work with. It must be B2B because mm. we only work with high ticket offers. So mm. uh, over, over $2,000 offers, mm. everything mm. below would be B2C. That's, that's not what we do. We mm. work with people who just need uh, a few clients per year and, and want to charge um, mm. high tickets. That's helpful. That's amazing. And Simon, you know, today working with you know, hundreds, if not thousands, uh, business owner entrepreneurs on their journey, what is what is number one um, number one things that you felt holding them back? If it seems consistent or common threat among all the all the entrepreneurs you're working with, most people do too much. What? They do too much. And so, for example, too much marketing. They spend too much on marketing. They spend too much time on marketing. They spend too much money on marketing. Mm. There's really just a couple things that you have to do. And if you do them, you can do this with four hours per day. One thing is product and one thing is sales. These are the two things that you need to do. Um, so let's say you're starting a company right now. Mm -hmm. And um, you start with your services. There is only two things that you need to do. Solve a problem for the people you care about. And the second part is tell others about that problem that you're solving. That's marketing if you want, right? Or or let's call it sales because in, in the first, now in this stage, it's really about, okay, improve the product. And mm -hmm. now many people say, yeah, but I'm a service. I'm a professional service. I'm a consultant. I don't have a product. You have a product. Mm -hmm. You just don't, don't handle it as a product. You handle it like a service. But every service can be productized. And this is what we do with our clients. It gets, you know, like a package. For example, I am a service provider, but it's like a product. What you can buy from me is 90 days consulting. What you get is we double your revenue. It's 90 days and it's a fixed price. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's like a product. You know what you get. 90 days we double your revenue. So that's how you productize a service. If you don't do that, again, nobody knows what you stand for and where you can bring them. And most people have a fuzzy offer. So make it tangible. Make it easy for people to understand. Oh, mm -hmm. this guy, he doubles your revenue 90 days. Cool. Can mm. you tell it to your friend what I'm doing? Yeah. It's, it's Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm making it easy for you to, mm. to, to be my marketer. Mm. So that's it. You need to work on your product and on your sales until you hit 35K MRR or 35K revenue per month. Mm. Do nothing than that. Don't go on Clubhouse. Don't go on LinkedIn. Go nowhere. Don't run podcasts. Too many people run podcasts. I love it. I run podcasts. Don't do it before 35K per month. You're wasting your time. Mm. so uh, unless it's your hobby then do it yeah <laughs> mm. but if you run a business you have to be very aware and very mm. focused otherwise yeah you you, mm. you dilute yourself and you, you lose time and energy mm. so when you then have hit your 35k per month now it's time to get out of the weeds now we have to fire you from the operations mm. if you're a consultant 
nobody can book you as a consultant anymore. Now mm. you start teaching your consultants and they deliver. And now you work on form, fit, and function of the sales system, form, fit, and function of the marketing system, form, fit, and function of the operation system. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now you are the CEO, the business mm -hmm. owner, not the mm -hmm. business operator. This is how you get from 35 to 200K per month. That's the next stage. Mm -hmm. So every stage has different things uh, mm -hmm. that are more important. And we have to focus on these things in each stage. Is it only take three months? Because I was like, wow, that's incredible, but also very short time too. Yeah, because we do only one thing since 17 years, mm. we are faster at identifying. I'm, I am I am telling you the checklist of the things to do. Mm. Uh, I have it in my mind. I have it in the Sprint University. We have 274 swipe copies and templates ready for, wow. for you to take and run. That's why it takes just three months. It took me almost 15 years uh, mm. to get there, but... Mm. Our clients, they get the blueprints, they get, they can run faster. Mm, wow, that's incredible. And I love that what you said about number one thing is a founder oftentimes do wrong is they do too much. I think because today we are in such a hustle culture, right? You think about, you know, oh, you are a business owner, you are a startup owner. Oftentimes he or she will, you know, get a super, like stereotype is, you know, they're going to get a super early, you're going to work like a thousand hours that day. And then, you know, in that way, and I'm so, so relieved that you said, you know, actually, you don't need to do the long hour. All you need to do is to do the right thing. Yeah. Incredible. And um, I'm curious, um, what do you think is number one reason entrepreneur um, missing the mark? You know, because today you probably have well, worried about this, right? You know, not every entrepreneur is a success entrepreneur, right? It's, you know, success rate really is less than 10%. If you think about how many startups, how many business start every year, every um, every month, every week, every day, um, you know, besides, you know, not really focusing on the right thing, is there, like, do you think any characteristic, like in terms of personality, in terms of uh, the way how we uh, work on things, is there any, trade that you see that's common with people who did not really quote-unquote made it? I think they get distracted. I don't think in personality, every personality has their superpower mm. and their shadow. So it's just about awareness, be aware of your shadow and build systems that help you don't be too much in the shadow part and be more in the superpower part of mm. your personality. Mm. But what I see is behaviors. So there are three strategies and three habits that keep me focused. Mm. And these are, these are also the thing that we, we share with our clients. So the three habits are daily habit, weekly habit, monthly habit. Every day, write down how do you allocate your time. I can share my template with you. It's an iPad template that I use. Mm -hmm. I write every down. Day? Every day? Every day. Every day, sure. And so um, it's a... I can show it right now, but it's basically you write down um, the, the flow of your day, right? What am I doing? Six, seven, eight, nine, 12, etc. Mm -hmm. And then in the evening, before I close down here the work, it asks me two, two reflective questions. One is, of all the things that I did today, which one will I delegate tomorrow? And the second one is, if I would 
live more freely and more intentionally, what would I do tomorrow? So I, with, informed by these two reflective questions, I now create the flow of tomorrow and then I close my computer and go cooking or uh, mm -hmm. partying or having a life or whatever. So, and then when I come back here tomorrow, the flow is ready and I'm doing the right things. And I take mm -hmm. care that in the morning there is uninterrupted deep work and interviews and meetings, etc. in the afternoon. So there is a flow of the day. And uh, I've created the flow according to what I need. This is important. And that's the daily habit. Then there is the weekly habit. Get your numbers reported every seven days. Your marketing numbers, sales numbers, and operations numbers. Most teams don't have a clue what they're doing. They don't have a clue what their numbers are. And so basically you are flying blind. And if you are flying blind, well, you won't hit your targets. So the weekly habit, get the right numbers, simple numbers, but in real time. And then there is the monthly habit, quick strategic analysis. Are we running in the right direction at the right pace? What's competition doing? Do we need to change anything? Where do we cut costs this month? Where do we invest more this month? And you take it from the side where you cut to the mm -hmm. side. If you cut 15% from here, that's you reinvest it there where mm -hmm. it's really needed, where you are winning right now. Mm -hmm. These are the three habits. And you can download all these templates on our website, strategiesprints.com. Then there are three strategies. This is what mm -hmm. we ask ourselves when other people say, hey, do you like to, I don't know, um, come come with us and have a LinkedIn live or do you want to speak on my summit? And then, okay, uh, sounds interesting, but I run it through the three strategies. Will it increase by 25% the frequency of my sales? Yes or no? Will it increase by 25% the price that I can charge? Yes or no? Will it increase by 25% my closing rate? Mm. Yes or no. If it hits one of those, I will do it. If it doesn't hit one of those, thank you, not this time. Wow. I am so blown away. I love how intentional you are with the time, with the way how you're looking at, you know, opportunities and you can evaluate exactly what is in alignment in that time, which is incredibly brilliant. You have to protect your time as an entrepreneur. You, you just have 24 hours per day. You want to build something that's bigger mm. than, than you. Mm. you got to focus. And Simon, just so I clear, you said the daily habit is you do it in the morning, in the, in the evening, you refract. And then secondly, what's the point of second morning you do it again if you already have a workflow the day before, the night before? Yeah, for example, in today's list, you know, in the morning I was running, then I was having breakfast, playing with my kids, then yeah. I was doing some deep work, then I was live on YouTube, then I had four interviews, and then it's dinner. So before dinner, I close this down, I have the two reflective questions, and then I write down, what will I do tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Tomorrow is a completely new day. Yeah. And as an entrepreneur, you can do whatever you want. I can play tennis the whole day if I want. Uh, or I can just don't bring my kids to kindergarten and go skiing with them if I want. Mm. So tonight, tonight, basically, shortly before I close this day, 
I will design the flow of tomorrow. What do I want to do tomorrow, six o'clock in the morning? Mm-hmm. Probably I will go run again and, and listen to a podcast while I do that. Then breakfast. Do I want to have breakfast? When? So basically, this, the flow of tomorrow. And over time, you probably will, will find out for yourself that there are some patterns that work better than others. And mm. you will stick to them. But there is also freedom, right? Depending on the weather. Mm. If the weather is fine, I, I will go biking three hours. Mm. Mm. Wow. I really, I love that you have such a clarity in everything you do, Simon. And I really, I, I'm so in- inspired by that. And in the earlier, some you talk about superpower, you talk about the shadow side of you. Like, what is your superpower? And what is one part that maybe is a shadow? And then, therefore, you build a system around that. I'm curious. I find connection to my purpose when, when I am at rock bottom, when I have a very, 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 very bad month and the weather is awful and I feel like, oh, my God nothing works here this is when i feel it most and it is my purpose so what am i here to do in my case i am here to open doors and turn on lights that's what i'm here to do so in in the core i'm an educator so in in the worst month of the year i feel this and i know all right this is what i'm here to do so if tomorrow if i would pivot everything my company my products my offer my website if i lose everything what am i going to do tomorrow well i'm going to do what i'm supposed to do turn on lights open doors so i would again start a company i would again start a youtube channel everything i would do it again i would again start masterminds because that's what I'm here to do. So mm. bring it on. You, you can strip everything away from me, but the, the mm. purpose is always here, right? Mm. It's an energy that it's flowing and I'm just a vessel for this energy. Mm. So that's that's the one thing. Um, and it's, it's just, we don't feel it in times where everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. So it's better to have a really bad month sometimes because then you feel it again, right? And you have clarity about it. <laughs> oh. Wow, that really just hit me. I, I love you said about almost, it's almost better, almost perfect to have that imperfect childhood or imperfect boss or imperfect job. Those challenges actually make you feel more alive. Those moments make you realize you are connecting with that power, with that purpose. Absolutely. And it, it's it's going to come anyways. There, there will be a bad month. And I hope so, because you will clarify what you are really here to do. Mm. And then everything else will, will align accordingly. Mm. So what is your, um, that's a superpower side. What is the other side that you build a system around so you can really optimize your superpower? Yeah, the next thing is I don't rely on goals. And if you think, you don't? Um, absolutely no. I have goals, but I don't take them seriously. I change them all the time. The world changed them all the time. Uh, my goal last year was to be a Bitcoin billionaire. Well, guess what? The market changed all these goals and it's changing them all the time, all the time. So who cares about my plans? My plans, they change all the time. Last year, I wanted to, you know, 17x my crypto portfolio. This year, I'm happy if I double it. So they change all the time. 
all the time. And depending what's on the news, that will change again. And, um, you know, I had the plan to be on 200 stages delivering keynotes and then the pandemic hit. So mm. what what's, what's helpful in having goals? Uh, the only thing that's helpful is having a process for continuously adapting your goals. And that's, but then that's not a goal setting. That's a system for mm. how you clarify and change and adapt goals. This mm. is what really is helpful. So if I have to pick goals or systems, I pick systems because that will help you. It's the process of how you come up with intentions, you mm-hmm. create activities, you change activities, you stop activities, mm-hmm. you double activities. But it's mm-hmm. not, hey, I write it here and that's my goal and this is going to happen. I just have to go to mm-hmm. um, a, a, I don't know, a workshop with psychedelics and then I tell it to myself every day and then it will work. I don't think so. Fair point. <laughs> um, and Simon, now I want to circle the question back to you. Uh, you talk about purpose a lot. You talk about, uh, you know, you, you are very intentional in alignment with a higher energy. And so you can serve, you can open the door, you can turn on the lights. So I'm curious, um, hypothetically, you know, X, Y, Z years later, we all in this magical place called heaven. What do you want um, the capstone to say about you, your capstone? Customers. Customers. No, uh, what do I want my customers say about me or oh, who? Sorry. The, so when we die, right, you have this on the stone, what do you call it? The graveyard. We have the, mm. the words giving my mind. But what do you yeah, want? The tombstone. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. I guess my tombstone would say, hello, sprinters. <laughs> They say hello, sprinters. Yeah, that's what I say every day when I when I go live on YouTube. I say hello, sprinters. I guess that that will be on my tombstones. Hello, welcome, welcome to the workshop. <laughs> welcome to the workshop. But really, be be beyond that. What do you wanted to say? Like short and simple. What do you want people to remember you by? Well, I I hope, I hope that somebody will say yes. He helped me do something. He helped me do this, or uh, or yeah. he 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 helped me do that. Mm. I love that. You truly want to be a servant for the world, for the people, for the customers. Uh, that's incredible. And uh, Simon, I'm curious. You know, today you has been a long journey, right? Fifteen years later, you are focusing on one thing and one thing only, and you've done it so successfully and adequately. You know, in the global scale. I'm curious. Um, what is your definition for success? And do you think you are successful by that? My definition is per, per role, right? My, my main role is being a husband, then it's being a father, and then it's being a CEO. And uh, every, every of these roles has a definition of success. So I always ask myself, um, what would the best husband do right now? And uh, I ask my wife, and she has a definition for that. I ask them, why did you marry me? 12 years ago and she said because it felt like adventure and home so that's my goal you know i know that i was a good husband today in the evening if i can answer this question was i today a good adventure and home for my wife so that's 
by definition, in that role of every day, right? And then tomorrow, how will I know that I'm a good father? And um, and that is, am I playful? Am I approachable? Am I reliable? Simple, right? And then in my third role as a CEO, mm. um, what would the best CEO do? What's my definition of success there? And I would say we have a resilient, agile system that is not dependent on single person or on the weather or on the markets. It works all the time and uh, mm. it is capable to adapt. Mm. So are you a success based on the criteria you just laid earlier? Today, yes. Tomorrow, to be defined. <laughs> Very agile. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And Simon, you know, today you are um you are so I, I just love how incredible you have such a container or system or strategic mind looking at each and every area of your life, whether it's you know being a husband, being a, a father or CEO or all the different hats you wear. Um I love I just feel like you have such a clarity on yourself and a life you live, which is just so refreshing. Um, I'm curious, you know, Simon, um, if you will go back to the earliest, earlier version of you, younger version of Simon, what would you wish he knows early on? <laughs> My God. Uh, yeah, so many things because I was doing everything wrong, everything. But I wouldn't listen to anybody. So I guess I would do all that stuff again because I would never listen to anybody. I still don't listen to anybody. Uh, and so the, the young Simon wouldn't listen to me anyways. <laughs> but if you could just wish one thing. It's one thing. I would say, hey, you have so much more time. Mm. Relax, buddy. Relax. You have so much more time. It doesn't need to happen now. Mm. Music to my ear. I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs are so in rush at the time and people want things to be happen yesterday. And of course it didn't. And that I think that that piece, that that recollective, recome with the confidence, knowing that you are exactly focused on the right, the one thing that you're supposed to focusing on. And when you have that right alignment, there's no rush, there's no time. And it's a series of sprints. You know, we are the strategy sprints team, but life mm. is not a marathon. It's a series of sprints. And mm. you, you need hundreds of sprints. A sprint is a week in, in our world. You need hundreds mm. Of, mm. of sprints to, to build something bigger than you. Mm. So be patient. This will take years. Mm. I love that. And Simon, you know, what inspired you today? Or what made you happy today? My family, my family, we wake up in the morning, we sing, we dance, and we are present, we we need something, we we say that we need it. Um, <laughs> my family really inspires me. Oh, incredible. What is, what is one thing that you wish people know about you, but oftentimes people don't? That's the first time somebody asks me this question. Uh, so most people see the systems and say, oh, he has this clarity and he has this system. He's so disciplined. Most people think I'm disciplined. Mm. 
And it's the complete opposite. I'm a creative guy, 100 ideas in a minute. I, f I forget what I was thinking yesterday. That's, that's how I operate. Like I could start 100 new projects today inspired by the moment. Mm -hmm. So I'm a creative person. I'm not a disciplined person. Mm. But whatever your type is, it's helpful to balance it out, right? Mm. So if let's simplify it. Let's say you are great, a great story person and creative person like I am. Well, then you need systems to balance that because otherwise mm -hmm. you will start too many things and mm -hmm. you will not be consistent. Mm -hmm. On the other side, if you are a total process person, a systems person, well, you are so boring. You better start... Uh, telling stories and listening to stories with big eyes like kids mm. otherwise it's so boring it will never work <laughs> nobody wants it so everybody needs a mix uh, mm. right find your mix mm. i love that i would never thought of you sam because you're right you always come off as so intentional so thoughtful about how you spend the time day week month how you you know wear different hats different criterias and i would never thought you are that creative genius in that way but that made total sense <laughs> was it a hard lesson for you to learn that like i imagine you were born creative there's a moment there's a pivotal moment realize wow i need system here was that a challenging realization super hard conversation i had one of my coaches like 20 years ago i had a coach and he said to me, Simon, but what is the one thing you want to be famous for? Mm. And I was like, well, I don't know. And he said, you're like Thomas Edison. You, you are inventing stuff here and everything is you're passionate about. But what's the one thing? What's the one thing? I said, oh, my God, I don't know. Mm. But he, he made me aware of this. Oh, it's true. I don't have one thing. Mm -hmm. it's, and then, you know, the the... The history of Edison, he was inventing all these things, but other people made a business out of it. Yes. And that that what he wanted to point me to is a hey Simon, yeah, you might be creative and stuff, but you gotta learn to make a business out of this. Then you mm. gotta gotta pick one. Mm. And uh, that made me aware. And that that was a tough realization. It's not that mm. easy. If you're a creative person, yeah, you are starting things all the time. Mm. Wow, I love that. That is interesting thing about yeah, Thomas Edison. He is not a businessman. That's really true. I never <laughs> thought of it that way. Amazing, um, Simon. So back to you. Uh, what is future for Simon and a strategy sprint? Tomorrow I'm gonna wake up. Uh, <laughs> I have the flow of the day in the morning. I will do my exercises then i will play with my kids then i will have oh. breakfast with my whole family then i will mm. uh, do three four hours of deep work this is where i write my next youtube monologue and i will go live on youtube after i wrote it and then i will interview people and i will do that also live on youtube and then i will have lunch and then i will um, have interviews and meetings and uh, hiring interviews and then i review my day and mm. I go cooking for my family. That's my future. Wow. 
I love that. Are you intentionally put you like deep work in the morning and the meeting and other events in the afternoon intentionally that way? Yes. Uh, it's a completely different energy for me if I、mm -hmm. heads down work and heads up work.、Mm. So, for example, a conversation like this、mm -hmm. is, is, a, is a high energy, but it's also very frantic. After this, I will not have written a chapter of a book. After this, I have a new idea that will start some new processes that overnight might trigger the next project because you give me new ideas. And I don't want that in the morning. In the morning, I want heads down, write 600 words, then you go live on YouTube. That's what、mm. I want in the morning, right?、That's, this is how I wrote this book 200、mm. pages. You don't write 200 pages in meetings, you write them only. If you put your head down to the desk and click, click, click. Because、mm. <laughs> I write、Incredible. on my computer. <laughs> yeah. So in the morning, I need to finish things and、mm. ship things. In the afternoon,、mm -hmm. I'm here for inspiration, exchanges,、mm. conversations, inspiration.、Mm. Beautiful, but very different energy. The one is a very calm energy,、mm. and I ship something. The other one is a more Of a creative, frantic energy, I ship nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible realization. With that, Simon,、uh, my last question for you is you know, a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show, and he or she might be、uh, in the early stage. Maybe they just started a journey, maybe they're in a journey a little bit, but maybe still in the trenches, not seeing the light just yet.、Uh, what would you say to him or her? Whatever you're doing, make a list of all the things that you're doing, cut that list in half. And then, when you have that list, cut it in half again. Now you start. Wow. Okay, I did not expect that. <laughs> Can you explain why? It's many, most people are doing too many things.、Mm. And、uh, whatever you're doing, find. Find the twenty percent that really move the needle forward,、mm. and、um, and focus on them. You will have more impact in what you do,、mm. and and that will give you then energy and feedback and motivation to show up the next day and to to deliver again.、Mm. I love that. All about twenty eighty rules. With that, everybody. Oh my God! Like first of all. Simon, thank you so much for being here today. Share your journey, share your insight. Oh my goodness, I am so inspired by you, by who you are, by the clarity you bring on the conversation. Thank you so much. Also, thank you everybody for tuning today. I really hope you enjoy as much as I do, and I cannot wait to see you guys next time. Bye, guys. What do you?